Aye, you got your Shudy. ugly Christmas jumper, mate. Ugly. Hello, oh. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, Ginger Heat, and we are one jobber down. We are missing Jordan Deves, the body from Kirkati, our Scottish friend from across the pond, as he is touring France, a nation that he has hated his entire life. He is now in, and he is exploring. And I think he went to Disney today. Disney, Disney World? Paris? So it's so it is rumored. Disneyland so Paris, Disney Paris, France. Have My either of you ever been to wine. Disney? <laughs> Have you ever been to Disney? <laughs> My children need wine. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yes. You mean the Florida one, I guess? Yes. What'd you think of it? Uh funny enough, it, it's 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 one of those places that like is obviously way more marketed towards children. But I've gone as both a child and as a, a man, grown a man, man child. a man child, exactly, a, a child at heart. And uh, <laughs> it's much more fun when you're an adult because you can do what you want and you can drink. And, you know, the drinking uh, adds adds a lot to it. It's pretty cool to be have, have a drink and, and yes. cruise around. And they really do a good job immersing you in it because you can't they see do. anything outside of it nothing's allowed to be built higher than it so you can't see any towers or buildings you're just in disney which is cool yeah they do a good job of uh immersing you in the experience what is your favorite zone like they have different areas i guess like there's epcot and there's marvel there's all kinds of shit what's your favorite oh i like the epcot uh yeah? especially because as a as a adult they have their food and wine festival every year and different countries will set up booths all around the international pavilion and you can purchase little bits of food and drink from those respective countries and it's fantastic they have they have like 20 or 30 different countries um it's fantastic you spend a lot of money but <laughs> yeah it, it is nice it is That's, nice. yeah one thing about disney you spend a lot of money yes. but everything they do and i think this is universally known like everything they do they do it well they're gonna do something. They make it. They make it good. Sick. Yeah, of course. I mean, I didn't the best, that uh, They're the best at putting other companies out of business and buying everything and ruining movie franchises. I would say Walmart and Amazon are better at that. That's uh, close. It's close because race. they don't like. At least Disney keeps those brands sort of. They don't like. They didn't rebrand Marvel into Disney. <laughs> uh, they did without actually doing it. Except like they didn't. They just Walmart just closes businesses absorbs them like a blob eats them eats their soul mm-hmm. wax mamba is here of course mjf appreciation society jason you've never been to disney but have you ever been to a theme park that you enjoyed like that you would think i want to go back here this was awesome no yeah you're not a big uh, you're not a big uh, theme park I'm not guy. a big theme park guy and it's because i don't like having fun that's why no it's because <laughs> long lineups and i don't like roller coasters and to prove this to my friends i went on every single roller coaster at la ronde in montreal just so everyone would shut up i hated them all except one i think the scorpion where you're hanging i like the one where you're hanging i don't know why but they all all the other ones suck just because I get that sensation, that U2 feeling. Uh, what's that song they sing? Um, vertigo. Vertigo. I get vertigo. That U2 sensation. <laughs> that U2 sensation. I was going through the songs. I was like, you get, you get, get where the streets have no name-itis. I get a beautiful day syndrome. Beautiful day syndrome. Terminal case of a beautiful day syndrome. Boo. No, I feel you because I did the when we went to, on the Apple Laronde adventure, like as you know, a bunch of the people from the store. I was like, I'm not a I'm not a roller coaster guy. I, I don't enjoy them. I don't like that that feeling of your stomach dropping or whatever. Like I thought you did. But everyone like they that. want you to do it so bad. People who love them. They want you to get on the roller coaster so fucking bad. They I went on all of them as well. They can't. Some people it. don't like it. They're like, no, you love it, and I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, you have to go on it. You have to go on it. And come all the way here and not go on it. This and that. I'm like, fine. You, want me to go on it so bad I'll do it I go on it and I'm like well am I done do I have to another I don't, I don't want to do another one it's not because I'm scared no it's not it's just the feeling scared. of the drop it's not like enjoyable to me it's not worth it for the little zoomies but Disney rides are a lot different 
Because Disney rides are like immersive. You know, they'll put you inside a Star Wars fucking spaceship and you're like moving around in yeah. the chairs and it's like a you're watching a movie while you're you're living inside of this movie like that's well, that's sick. that's the issue larone's rides it's like it feels like more than half of them are roller coasters yeah they're just all coasters just yeah disney you can find a a, a plethora of mm, rides that indeed. you might enjoy that are not roller coasters so it's it's there's something innovating all the time jason yeah and speaking of roller coasters france jason or florida Shout out to Noelle Foley, who got injured on a roller coaster at Dollywood. I just watched her put up a YouTube video about it. She got hyperacusis from a concussion caused by a roller coaster, and that is terrible. So I hope that she can find a solution to hyperacusis or at least something to cope with it, as I coped with uh, tinnitus, which was a bastard. And, uh, yeah. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Thoughts, thoughts going out over there as well. Watch the video and imagine uh, that. one of those things that you're like, on a roller you just hope you just you send out good energy and stuff, and you're like, God, you know, good for you for go- going through it. It's so strong to, to to be living like this and and still trying to be out there, still trying to you know, she can't be like in daylight and stuff. It, it hurts so bad and seeing lights, well, it's the, any it's sound, noise, hypersensitivity, any sound, that's it. To noise, yeah, to any noise of any kind. So like, and noise is happening. The world's fucking loud. People don't give World's a fuck. World's loud. You know, always people screaming and going crazy. People <laughs> always want to get loud. Every like, we, I was just like, we were we were hanging out with friends at sixty fifth birthday of one of our friends' dads, who's basically a dad to all of us. And uh, you just get in a room, you crank up the music so loud that you have to yell at each other, and that is a get together. <laughs> it's just That's, funny. Why does it have to be like that though? You can still have music have on, to, but it doesn't you. have to be. And then, well, also there, they they want they tend to play instruments while we're hanging out. One of the gifts oh. was an instrument, so during yeah, those so moments, you know, yeah. it's going to get loud. That particular space loud. is not uh, great for sound traveling. Unless either. you're, like, super into making music, you know, and live yeah. music shows of guitars and drums and things. If you're into that, then it's, you know, it's reverberating through the house. It's a fucking old, beautiful house. Uh, it's It's quite the scene, for sure. Yes. Indeed. Oh, show. Anything you uh, guys want to say to Jordan in his absence now that he deserted you in your time of need? Beta! <laughs> that sums it up. Yeah. This is the news. Well, I guess I've been summoned. <laughs> I guess we have nothing to say to Jordan. He, here's, he went to here, Paris. No, here's, here's what I have to say to Jordan. Anything. Next. Oh! <laughs> Before I start the news, I will mention I am recovering from an illness. Disease. Uh, the disease. It's not COVID. <laughs> I've tested negative twice. Two times. Two times. Two times. Two times. Two times. You take your two tests, and yeah, the other two tests that you did, but you had one that I got was negative in the morning and one that was positive in the evening. chance of <laughs> having COVID. <laughs> yeah. Numbers don't let... But anyway, so if you hear... <laughs> And you hear me coughing. Uh, I'm going to try to mute between them as much as possible. But, you can't uh, breathe. Some will slip you can't through. Uh, but we do have some news. And uh, because Jordan's not here, some of this news uh, we're going to have to talk about. There's not much AEW, but there is, of course, a couple of things. I big can hold ones. down the fort. I know All more right. about AEW than him, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here, let's let's talk about the top story of the week, which is something that's kind of been in the, the rumor mills for a few weeks, but seems like it might actually be the case is that, and it's annoying because always these big news stories break right after we record a <laughs> podcast episode. I think this came out the day after we recorded last week. Uh, CM Punk is apparently done with AEW. He is not returning to AEW. He is going to take his ball and go home. So my question to both of you is, number one, do you believe this? Is he actually done? Number two, what, uh, you know, what do you think of Punk doing this if this is the case, whether it's his decision or Tony Khan's? And number three, how do we then look at the year that was CM Punk in AEW if this really is it for him? Feel free to tackle that in whatever order, whatever combination you wish. Book it. 
Book it. Well, we got to book it. I didn't even let's give you the option. We have to talk no, about it. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no choice. Booked it or, yeah. Book it or book it's it. The main event of the evening. That's right. It is the main event of the evening. Well, we do it first here. We do it. We do things a little different on the four jobbers. Main since, event first. Since Brad loves CM Punk so much, uh, why don't you start us off? Well, let's start off addressing that rumor. <laughs> I'm not a big CM Punk mark myself, even though. You know he's a he's a Brett guy, and I love everyone that's a Brett guy. You know, it's that's my guy. I think that it leaves a giant void. We were so excited to have this megastar in AEW. They needed someone. Yes, they have Jericho and Mox and and uh, Brian, but it's just it didn't. They all feel like they're even though they're like god tier wrestlers. There's like a tier above that like of superstar, and he brought in so much noise with him, so much hype. It's the guy that we've been chanting for for all these years. What is he going to do? And we got a white-hot run. How many guys have had a short, white-hot run like that? My God, like it was burning. It was, he's the top of the company. It's a brand-new company in this big, modern, wide universe world. <clears throat> and now, just like that, he's gone? Like It sucks. And you don't think he ever has a chance going back to WWE, do you? Even if Vince is gone, like would he would he dip his toe into that realm? Did they want to deal with CM Punk after seeing all of this? I doubt it. I think uh, if he's leaving AEW, he's burning the last bridge he really had in professional wrestling. I I think Triple H won't touch him in WWE. I don't think he would go back. Trust to your WWE. narrative. He needs a star. They just lost one. Yeah, control your narrative. That's it. Maybe he <laughs> trust your <it>. narrative. <laughs> trust your narrative. We're rebranding because we lost our only star. You can't control it. You guys got to trust it. Just, you just got to trust the narrative, bro. Uh, yeah, but Jason, you you have been, uh, of of all of us, you have been the most sympathetic to uh, Simp. CM. Sympathetic. 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 <laughs> well, you've been both of those things to CM himself. So what what do you take uh, uh, on CM Punk? First, yeah, first of all, I don't think it's a, I mean, it's not official that he's leaving, so I don't fully believe no, he's leaving official. until I see him gone. Because if you work yourself into a work, you might work yourself into a shoot work, work in the shoot, brother. And H-H. Uh, also, what was the second part? Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess, how do you feel about that decision? If it is true, uh, okay, okay. to I mean, either walk away or just cut I ties. think it's. I think it's really unfortunate. It's going to obviously his legacy is some more because there's already the narrative that he's hard to work with that he causes problems he ruins companies blah 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 I think some of it's overblown I don't think we know the details behind the scenes you know we've heard a lot of stuff but we don't know if it's all true but then like your history follows you so then you don't get the benefit of the doubt going forward so it's, it's unfortunate in that regard uh, him coming back after seven years of us chanting his name uh, was one of the best moments I've ever seen in wrestling, like that comeback. So even if it was only that, it was still worth it. And he did come and back while Vince was still around. Like it wasn't just, it wasn't like full H WWE yet, right? Uh, That's yeah. right. So Which I think adds to the narrative a little bit because I don't think it's Triple yeah, H that forced CM Punk out. <laughs> especially because like, now everyone looks at WWE because Triple H is there and they say, oh, it's the cool place again, but, and plus it's the big place to get the money. But but it was still and Vince. It was good. It was, still was Vince, it, it was still Vince at the time, and that really helped AEW. Like you said, he's a megastar. Yeah. Like him or not, hate what he has to say or listen to every word. He's a megastar, and you're still listening. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not like The Rock. And everyone says, he's not The Rock. He's not Stone Cold. He doesn't have to be exactly no. the same. He's still a superstar in his own right. He still draws attention. We chanted his name for seven years. Um, who else has a chant that, that's been going on forever? Stone Cold. He's not Stone Cold, but still. Um, and I'm just rambling at this point. But, uh, chance, nobody has but. Uh, nobody has like a comeback. There's nobody yeah. out there right now that isn't working for a company. And you're like, my God, other than like Bray Wyatt, but it's not the same as CM Punk. It's not the same we'll as talk CM about Punk. That. It will be we'll big, but it's, that, not, it's yeah. not the same. We'll talk about that. And, yeah. um, but the, the last part, I don't think it's crazy beyond the realm of possibility that he shows up in WWE still. Business is business. Okay, that would be yo. It sucks business. that we're not going to get MJF Punk though. Okay, like that sucks. We did get it. We did get it. Maybe we'll but get like in, uh, WWE. Maybe, Actually, oh, yeah, maybe in twenty twenty four. I mean, honestly, but, um, yeah. 
No, sorry. What were you gonna say, Jason? No, I was just gonna. I was gonna say like Triple H taking over is the absolute worst thing for AEW because now, not only do you make the money in WWE, it's like, oh, it's cool. Hunter's cool. And so I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I want and, and I want you to keep keep that in mind because we're gonna get to that in a second here. But I do want to also share my thoughts on uh, Mr. Punk. Uh, as you know, I was never the biggest Punk fan, even when he was in WWE. I, I la- actually liked him when he was in the Straight Edge Society. I liked him uh, as the leader of the Nexus, even. Uh, and then beyond that, I thought he got a little too self righteous for my liking, even as a young man. Um, that I was back then when when he was going through that era. Um, but even I marked old. out. I tuned in to to the AEW show when everyone knew that he was he was coming back. You have to. Yeah, that's admit what it took. That. It took that return for yeah. to get See, like, to tune uh, in. So it had to be. A do I do I think bomb. AEW needs CM Punk? No, I don't think so. Do I think they're made better with CM Punk on the roster? Probably. You could make that argument, but I think they're made worse with the elite walking away and. I think there was definitely a universe where they could coexist because, you know, you got to be professional. But there's something to be said about uh, uh, an unhealthy work environment. And if Punk wants to step away from that and say, fuck this, not working for me. I don't need this. I don't need to come back here. I came back because I wanted to, not because I needed to. I can go back with my wife and kid. Then step away and you will still be, you know, your name's already kind of in the dirt a little bit on the Internet. On the subreddits, in the, the, in the, dirt in the wrestling community. They'll all chant but his name in the building and he does another return anywhere. Exactly. Ultimately, mark yeah, it, it seems like it's a punk problem. <laughs> he's left every company he's worked with in this manner. And, and I know there's two sides or three sides, sides to every story. One side, the other side, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. But if it starts to smell like shit everywhere punk goes, he should check his shoes. That, that's the only thing. <laughs> but hey... I, I kind of agree with Jason. I wouldn't be totally surprised if, if we have not seen the last of him in a wrestling ring somewhere, whether it's WWE, back in AEW. Yo. Trust your narrative. Maybe he'll start a new uh, federation I, to, to compete with EC3. I don't know. But. Yeah. I mean, after that promo, what he dropped one of the greatest promos of all time, one of the most memorable promos. I think it's going to go down. Him eating muffins, the muffins? sitting next to the <laughs> yeah. owner, and the owner's like, oh. It's just like buried his owner right there. He was just going off the way he commanded the room and and it was told it's like, Are you a journalist? And he just like started their questioning with his question. Like it was yeah, very memorable. Yeah, he's definitely one of the more interesting wrestling figures of the twenty tens. Yeah, like when I say I'm not I wasn't a CM Punk fan, it was just like in terms of the character. Like it wasn't my guy or whatever. I wasn't the guy that I'm cheering for. It's not Mm. to say that like I'm not you know, in awe of his wrestling ability, and it, obviously he's one of the best talkers on the mic of all time, in the ring and out of the ring, in the press conference, wherever it be, he's, you know, he made his way through UFC, he's one of the all-time greats, no doubt about it, <laughs> says he's the best in the world, and at a time he was the best in the world, and he'll always be one of the best ever, but the character just didn't uh, resonate with me, I was cheering for other guys against him most of the time, but it's nothing to do with him as I a person. Too. I was too, but I still enjoyed him being there. I'm glad I was cheering against oh, yeah. him. I uh, wanted yeah, to cheer exactly. against him. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There it is. Yeah, I still want him around. Fuck yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm more. I, I'm more sympathetic to him than I was a couple weeks ago. I agree. The elite does bear responsibility for mm-hmm. no, it's all crazy. of that. He went out in a blaze of glory and took them out with him. So yeah. AEW doesn't have him on TV. Has none of those guys on TV. Just like a yeah. huge explosion. So on his way. He upgraded from pipe bomb to like. C4, except he strapped it to himself and yeah. <laughs> just blew up AEW. I don't know. Like, yeah. he, he went down and took a bunch of people with him. Colt Cabana mm-hmm. got buried again. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's something. He gained a lot of fans, though, I think. He from did. It. Like, they hate him? Yeah, well, now we're all going to stand for him. And Colt Cabana's yeah. just like, oh, shit. I still remember when they did that podcast together after he left WWE, yeah. and that was like massive listens on that yeah. podcast. It was huge news. It blew up. So, like, this guy's he's a star, man. People just want to hear him talk. We yeah. saw Colt Cabana, and Jordan, and I in at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in, like, this little tent in the middle of this thing. He did, like, he was talking stories about wrestling and shit like that. It was, it was really cool. Oh, he's a smart guy. Well-spoken as, as far as I know. So, uh, anyway. 
He's a bonny lad. Say, I'm sure, as I say with some of these continuing stories, I'm sure we have not heard the last of this. Something will come out at some point. Either he's gone for good officially, or he shows up one day just out of nowhere. And we have to talk about it again. Mm. Uh, but you guys mentioned something interesting as we talked about this, is that Triple H is in charge of the WWE now. The WWE is suddenly a hot place to work, especially if you have worked there before, which leads me to the next story is that Triple H has reportedly been reaching out to some AEW talent, some currently under contract AEW talent, a little tampering. And there's been all sorts of names that have been flying over. Um, You've probably heard the likes of uh, Adam Cole FTR has been reached out. Some people say Bobby Fish tried to recruit Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly back to WWE. Um, Miro and so on and so on. Malachi Black, Buddy, uh, all of those guys. Basically what has happened is um, AEW has apparently instituted a no-release policy um, or, or a no-release like from your contract if you ask for it. Basically they're going to do what WWE does where if you ask for your release... Um, we're going to say no. You can then go home and sit out your contract, but we reserve the right to extend your contract because you're sitting out and not doing anything. Kind of like what they did for Mustafa Ali, kind of like what they did for Pac, kind of like what they did for, uh, you know, Brody Lee, and, and so on and so on. So, um, do you guys want to talk about Triple H trying to dip his hand into the cookie jar? Um, I just want to say... All these people jumping ship, it's like understandable once, you know, the new thing in town, oh, now it's, it's better. But if they all just jump over there, they're all going to be placed in these roles that they're not being used properly or much at all. Like, so why some of them should be thinking, wow, I'm going to be the next superstar. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to stay on AEW, make that my brand, stand out here. You can't all just jump. Like, I hope they don't what all if it's jump. Like, like, if it's like I, any other job, then couple things will make you do it the work environment you enjoyed more the people you work with but you're right i hope in their mind they understand that when you go on to another big ass roster it doesn't guarantee you're <coughs> in the main storylines they're already loaded they already yeah they're AW's loaded right loaded. now WWE's more loaded you they're know? Like loaded they're, right they're the most now. loaded yeah. and I, they're for now what it's worth they're i don't rising think... up those guys that were on the fringe that are super great like yeah. sammy and ko and stuff like that i yeah. don't think anybody is jumping ship i think it's just triple h has been reaching out if someone is going to out of the group that you said earlier because a bunch of them already declined it who do you think is the most likely to make that shift well the name that was floating around especially because he had recently apparently asked for his release and this is a whole other thing was malachi black along yeah, with that's what i think the Mr. most Mr. Um, that rumor actually was quashed maybe today or yesterday. Cool. Malachi himself went on stream saying, nope, I am still under contract with AEW. So is Buddy. We'll be back soon, eventually. They're just taking some time. But we're not. Malachi says he's got some stuff to deal with or something yeah. like that. We'll be back. Exactly. Malachi's <laughs> taking care of his own things. Um, but he has not left AEW. So... And Miro said he's not down. Adam Cole said yeah, he's not FTR down. FTR said and no. To be honest, those aren't the guys that I want to move over anyway. They're not the ones that I'm like, yo, those are the ones that are missing. You know, The, like, old, the only I one I could see doing it is the one that's the kayfabe still talking about it, and that's MJF. I could absolutely see him making the jump when his contract expires, and I would, I'd mark out for it. I think he, his skill set fits just as well. He, he might have toned down the cussing a little bit, but his skill set fits just as well in WWE as it does in AEW. Maybe FTR. Oof. I, I think they have to wait till the Usos lose the titles, and then they're, they'll, they're, they'll, they're getting you know, the bag. Right have a chance now. to win it. <laughs> they're getting the bag right now. I don't think FTR yeah, has. That's any That's the biggest incentive. thing. That's what I was going to say. Is like any other job, if you're in a role and you're comfortable going on the other show in the same or similar role, but getting a big pay increase, that could be a big part of it as well. Because where are you on the AEW roster? I don't know what their salaries are like. Maybe yeah. WWE pays more and has better benefits or something. Well, if that's the case, and you you know that you're just a mid card, like. Yo, secure the bag. Or, or someone like you ben, stay, yeah. become a superstar, and then you get a bigger bag when you go over later. Mm. Good. Good. I wonder if someone like Andrade or someone like Athena, uh, who is, you know, arguably in a better position in AEW than they were in WWE, but, you know, they were Triple H people. Cesaro. They came up through NXT. Cesaro, uh, I could see less. Again, he's doing some really cool stuff. I'm just saying, like, uh, he's in a similar... He's not in the main... He's not the the main title guy, but he's bouncing around the title picture. 
similar to what he did in WWE. He just lost his title. Yeah, True. but you know what I mean. He's in. He's gonna be. He's always gonna be in the title picture. I feel like. I don't think they're gonna like start burying <coughs> him. I'm a little surprised that Triple H was. If this is true, that Triple H was just full out reaching out to people. That that seems like a no no, uh, just from a business standpoint. Because would you want Has Tony AEW coming done in that and doing the same thing? Hey Tony, oh, that's what I'm wondering. You gotta eat shit. Hey Tony, maybe he maybe he did. I don't. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he Try is is doing it so brazenly. Tell him Try. <laughs> Come try. make money. Oh, I ain't. <laughs> oh, I ain't Try. All right. <laughs> well, uh, somebody who jumped ship the other way was most recently in WWE and now has shown up on AEW is the artist formerly known as Paige. Now, mm-hmm. Soraya has shown up in AEW, not medically cleared yet, so she couldn't take any bumps or actually get physically involved at all. Um, yeah. Are you interested or excited to see what she can do, what she can bring to... Uh, arguably a very underwhelming women's division still in mm-hmm. AEW. Um, well, the question is, can she wrestle or not? And obviously, the if she can wrestle, then I think everyone is on board in saying, I can't wait to see it. If she can't wrestle, she's definitely capable of other things, but I'm not quite as excited for those things. Yes. So, Soraya, as it's pronounced. Soraya, yes. Soraya. Soraya. Is a massive, massive get if she can wrestle. Yes. She pretty much single-handedly carried the women's revolution into a new phase. Her on NXT, coming up to the main roster, winning the title, all that. Different kind of look, different kind of gimmick. Really changed up the picture and... She's been wrestling since she was little, and she is a great wrestler. Yes. And it really changed the picture. Not that the other people weren't that, but she elevated everything. And everyone else, a lot of people elevated with her and became great as well. And there's also there's other pieces, whatever, Natty. But she was just, she was a star, right? She came in with that superstar aura and everything, and she lit the wrestling world on fire for a while. And I think that she is something that the women's division in AEW has been missing, if she's a wrestler still is that mega person that you can always look to that's, you know, at any point can be given the title, that can carry it, that can do whatever, that's really tough to beat, that elevates the title. Right now you have Britt Baker and everybody else. Yes, Tony Storm and all of them are cool, but they're not nah. on that level. And even Britt Baker <laughs> is only on that level because of some, some something that she's done at AEW. But well, Jade. No. But she's, like, not in the main <laughs> title picture yet. But she's she a can't champion. wrestle very well. She's a superstar for the women. Yeah, but she needs she needs she needs a couple years, you know what I mean? Like and that's fine. She can carry that title for 2 years and I'd be happy and she'll get a lot of experience, but she's not a wrestler like Soraya. No, she's not as good. I'm just, well, I thought you were just talking about superstar like uh, you know, like Well, I mean like look. she's a total package. She can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paige is total package. Crazy. And Jade will be, you know, and that's it. If you have those two at the top, Rip Baker, now all of a sudden you've got like a three-headed dragon that's more like WWE where you got like Charlotte Flair, you got Bianca, you've got Bailey, you've got the men, like they've got Alexa Bliss, like you've got. I think they still have Alexa potential. Bliss. Yeah, I threw her in there. Still, you know. still somewhere in there, you know. Liv Morgan. And Liv mm. Morgan. Liv Morgan. <laughs> Liv Morgan. Liv. We'll see how Morgan. extreme she gets at extreme rules. <laughs> That's not this weekend. Is it next weekend? To it's fight next weekend. You. Because we got to do some predictions, if not holy shit. Extreme oh, rules. Someone check on that while I read the next news story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Siri, when's extreme, extreme rules? rules? Did you hear you? WWE Extreme Rules 2019 was on Sunday, July 14th, 2019. <laughs> October 8th, 2022? Thanks for that. October 8th? That's next weekend then. Okay. So we, we got next episode, next episode. The next episode. Oh, so Liv has more time to get more extreme. She's going to get extreme, brother. Anyway, uh, what else do we have? I hope she does. So something about the Gargano family and just turning up with no warning in Canada for some reason, <laughs> yeah, even though yeah, they're not Canadians. Canada, yeah. So, of course, a couple, you know, I think a month ago or so, we had Johnny turn up in Tirana. And then last night in Edmonton, out of nowhere, I think Nikki Ash was getting ready to job. You know, she yeah. had the jobber entrance. I'm like, okay, 
clearly someone has to be coming out. Like, yeah, she's getting ready to jump. <laughs> who was it? Who who could this be? Who could possibly be coming out right now? She's not in a feud. There's no like, they're not building a monster. And boop, Poison Pixie, Candice LeRae in Edmonton, showing up again just out of nowhere. <laughs> Jason, are you familiar with Candice LeRae at all? Uh, I've heard her name before, but one thing I haven't heard before is Poison Pixie. It's the first time I heard that. That is her nickname. It's an interesting nickname. Well, it's more when she was a villain, though. Yes. She was a villain, so she'd, like, act nice, and then she would, like, always stab people in the back. She was in the way, wasn't she? Lorray in the way? She was the way. She was. She was the way. Her and Johnny were, like, the parents... Of the way, ah. just integral, integral piece. So, are, is, is she going to react? Good with promo, Johnny? good wrestler. She got total package. I imagine she'll react with Johnny. <laughs> you think so? I, I think so. It, it feels I feel like, like she's doing. I feel like they're going to do their own thing for a little while. Maybe. I mean, they don't have to. They you don't have some to backstage be... segment stuff because they they got good banter. They always had good banter. Yes. So they, maybe they know the characters. You know. They do think. Yo, Ko bantering with Johnny it was good. With uh, Austin Theory still feuding with Johnny Yo. a little bit, uh, they, they they're actually like friends there. outside the ring, or because like, they were friends in NXT for a minute. No, I'm sure they're all friends in real life. But like even on like they weren't always uh, weren't they on the same team? Johnny and Austin. Yeah, but they were on the way together. Yeah, yeah. So do you think there's a chance that they could ever team up again, or is it more like, well, he's definitely face right now, and obviously. Austin is very heel. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're going to have to turn Austin Theory face, which I think is a monumental task at this point in time. Unless he gives the briefcase to somebody. <laughs> There's a way I could see them doing it, but... Uh, a way? A way. <laughs> and it probably is by, by teaming up with Johnny Gargano again. That's probably the way you turn him face. If you wanted to. Um, speaking of someone on NXT, somebody has been sent down to NXT, has been demoted. Uh, Veer Mahan has ah. shown up again on NXT with his old tag team partner and friend, uh, and they reunited to form their old tag team. Uh, personally, I think this is a good idea. Uh, there's enough guys who are squashing people right now on the main roster. There's Omos, there's Braun. Uh, I think Gunter is still basically killing everyone, too. We don't need Veer in that role, I yeah, think... it seems like a nice environment. Like the NXT crowd is, is is pretty cool, and like if you're trying really hard, they're going to support you type of deal, you know. So if those guys are out there busting their ass, eventually they're going to get over. I feel. Yeah. So all that to say, they seem like they seem like they love it. They seem like good guys. Yep. And then who could be coming up from NXT in the near future? Well, it's Jason's favorite tag team, Toxic Attraction has been talked about as a possible call-up, starting with Gigi and uh, JC Jane, and then Mandy would join them a little bit later. Whoa. So they've made a couple appearances in the tag team tournament. That all tag team three? division still needs a boost. I think eventually it would be all three. It would start with the two. So what would you think of that? A good addition to the women's tag team slash stable scene? Yeah, for sure. For sure a good addition. A uh, very over-team <laughs> They've done a stupendous job in NXT. Endless. Mandy Rose as well. She wasn't really doing much on the main roster. She needed a little bit of a change. And she, you know, credit to her. She's uh, followed through with it. And uh, is she, like, have the reign for the longest women's champion? Or I think not? Shayna might still be longer. Or Asuka might still be longer. But she's Which up is, there. Yeah, it's, it's sad to see, like, how how big <laughs> Shayna was in NXT and <laughs> yeah. yeah the rest is history do you think Crazy. Mandy called up with Toxic Attraction with that big NXT title reign suddenly becomes a bigger deal in the women's division if they build her correctly and like build off of that momentum she has yeah I think so hmm. do you know the inaugural NXT women's champion Paige, Paige? page there you go (laughs) all right that's cool facts and finally we're getting more and more clues about this white rabbit Um, white rabbit more more things more cryptic messages everyone's trying to kind of clothesline 
board this to to be Bray Wyatt. It seems like it's got to be Bray Wyatt at this point. There are rumors it could be Edge, but he showed up last night on Monday Edge. Night Raw. There's some rumors that it's Baron Corbin repackaged. Oh, come on, don't do that to I Baron Corbin. One of the zip codes points to a place <laughs> called Corbin. So I know, it's not fair. And then uh, yeah, somebody went that. into He's the source good. code of the QR code that came up yesterday. And buried within the source code are the first two lines of Alistair Black's old theme song, which, again, mm. would not add up. So it seems all roads are pointing to Bray Wyatt. How long would you want something like this to go on for? How slow of a burn are you willing to accept before it's just like, just show us who it is at already? Least, at least shorter than Veer Mahan is coming promos. <laughs> at, least, at least shorter than that. Yes, yeah, it's gotta I would be agree. He's coming for a long time. If it's not Extreme Rules, it's got to be the other one. What's it, Survivor Series? It's got to be one of the next two pay-per-views. Yeah, that other one. <laughs> not Crown Jewel. Survivor Was that, Series. Uh, WrestleMania. Oh. Well, yeah. Crown Jewel. <laughs> well, Survivor Series, don't, don't, I don't disrespect Survivor Series. You know, I love Survivor Series. Survivor it's Season? But unfortunately, it's been... Survivor Season? The Summer Fest? Survivor Season! <laughs> Survivor Sum- Season number one? Survivor Season number Wrestlepalooza. two? Wrestlepalooza! Wrestlepalooza! At the Summer Fest... <laughs> And the Silver Dome, brother. Brother. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. At at a certain point, this needs to progress beyond just looking for a we little... We want progress. Exactly. We want progress, so hopefully I don't need to keep talking about this every week on the news. Yeah. In fact, this there will probably not be any more news about White Rabbit on the Forge Jobbers until he shows up, or she, or they. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just uh, interesting so far, but don't overdo it. Exactly. Don't don't veer Mahan this. And that's Mahan. the news, mm. gentlemen. What happened? I pressed the uh, button. It didn't go. The oh, oh yeah, I thought there was gonna be a drop or something. Was there a bell? Yeah. Is that the dingle dangle? No bell for you. That was okay. a dangle. Forget the bell. Forget it. <laughs> I got the bell. Not working. Screw the bell. Program sucks. So we have to go into our next segment. The segment of destiny. Segment of destiny. One good one pish. Jason. Is it? It's my turn. It's your turn. No, it's yours. I did it last week. You fool. Yeah, give me another one. (laughs) You fool. Uh, Well, I I can say. If you think of something bad, while I say the good, because. The obvious good, we watched it together, was the opening to SmackDown. Was absolutely oh, it was absolutely yes. fantastic. It was it was yes. maybe like twenty minutes. I don't I don't know, but it felt like five minutes. It went by so fast. It brought you up, down, left, right, all over the place. Yes. So and um good. it made me like become disappointed in Roman for the first time in a long time and like yes. kind of hurt. That was crazy to me like absolutely smoking. like being oh my god he's the best that Sammy's the best they're the best like it was because uh, it was such like a good build up of him just being like acknowledged everything that he did was just cool I'm bought yeah, in was, I'm marking out it was it was it was too well done to almost to be on wrestling I don't take know that like, shirt they did a really off. good job yeah good acting like he was zoned in and Jay in the background yeah. Yeah, he fucking hate on Sammy. Wants to rip his shirt off. Just ripped, ripped his, his shirt, shirt off. off. I was like, yeah. oh, this is yeah, you just, bullying. This is you horrible. Just, you know where they all stand as characters, then they do it so well. And they keep adding and subtracting and changing. Yo, um, now him and Solo together is so good, just about, man. Yo, yeah, just think about, you talk about like, long-term story booking. Think about how this all started when he was fighting Jay. And that was the storyline. Like, how is Jay going to overcome nuts. him? And look how, we didn't even know how he was going to get them on his side. We're like, there's no chance he could get them on his side after what he did. And, like, how far we've come from Who that is, is crazy. Who did Roman beat to start this title run? Huh? Who did Roman beat to start this title run? He beat Braun Strowman. Or Bray. Oh, yeah? He beat one of them. No, I think like, he beat Bray. Bray? Was it Bray? That's how we or got this fiend. title way back in the day with yeah. Bray? Yeah, because I think no way. Bray beat Braun in a little swamp match. <laughs> in a swamp, little swamp match? match. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little swamp but, match. Yeah, this, this Roman, this Roman Reigns story is one of the greatest in the history of Ever. the business. And how much does Sammy elevate it, though? Sammy oh, elevates lot. it. They all elevate it. Refreshed it. 
it feels like a Solo few months ago we were saying sick. where where can this storyline go and yeah. yet there's still so much more i want to see i don't want to see roman lose the title anytime soon because yeah, I know. <laughs> it's still compelling it's still mm-hmm. compelling storytelling to me quite something oh. yeah so that's always returned at SummerSlam on august 23rd that's when he started being the tribal chief there's like the whole when did he start this tribal chief character like it's such a good run tribal chief <coughs> crazy Yes, my He's got to go fight Paul the Heyman? table, though. Yo, we got we to gotta show up. Paul Heyman? The Usos are goaded. Are they the best tag team of all time? They're up there. They might be up there now. It's crazy. Uh, so that's my yo, good. Yo, we got to give a I special mean, I... shout out. Oh, no. Go, Jason. Go first. Well, I was just going to say that's my good. I could think of a bad unless someone else has one. I just wanted to add another good. JT, the producer. Shout homegrown out. Homegrown talent. Of the show. On WWE Raw, Edmonton. Just so awesome. And then WWE's account tweeted out the picture. Oh, like, really? That is just huge. Yeah, I sent it to the group, and they put, like, a, a funny caption on it. Like, he got memed. Like, you were a, a part of a WWE-made meme. Like, that is just fucking crazy. So, so, so good. It said, uh, name this team, wrong answers only. And it's just the two lads there. <laughs> JT's going to be the next Stan Stansky. It's Stan so Stansky. Good. And right, under, right underneath that is CM Punk's grinning mug. Yeah. Ooh. He, he stopped with <laughs> the photo with the He's got the Scott Steiner facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess a pitch, Jay. Um, off the if top of one. the dome, it would be uh, Liv Morgan uh, versus... Uh, I was going to say Sandy. What's her Lacey name? Lacey Evans. Lacey Sandy. Sandy Evans. Lacey was good. Great stuff from Lacey in this yeah, match. Yeah, they made, they made Lacey look great. She looked and, great. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. They put her over big time. She lost, and she comes in and out and changes gimmicks, and they ruin it. And uh, we're supposed to be building Liv here. I guess they're thinking they built her because she jumped through a table at the end of the match where she looked really bad. I don't know. <laughs> she did after the match ended, right? Yeah. After the match ended, she acted Kendall like a heel, a bitter heel, heel, uh, heel stuff. And uh, I don't know. It was it was just first of all, Brad. Brad also said like, "Where did this match come from? I didn't even know this was happening. The champions fighting and no mention of it. At least I missed. Maybe maybe I missed it. I don't know. There was but, no nothing was announced. Like, come on. And but um, uh, also, a, a sneaky good is the fact that we're going to extreme rules and there's a lot of extreme stipulations. And they did a yes. comparison to yes. last year where there was only one extreme match yeah. at Extreme Rules. So we're in the fuck? right direction. That's crazy. That, one I actually, extreme match. I did want to mention that too. So very good point, Jason. Every match, I'm pretty sure, on the card has a stipulation that is extreme. And story. And for story why behind they're it. in an extreme match. You know, the strap match. I get it. Because he's always <laughs> he's always around you. You can't get your hands yeah. on him. Give me now the he's going to be tied to you. He's not going anywhere. That? I mean... Yeah, I gotta say, I'm kind of conflicted on the edge thing. All right, because I was I was looking at it last night. I was watching it, and I love having Edge around. And who knows how much of him we're gonna get, right? Like, we're we're at a point where we don't know, right? When your last match is gonna be, we gotta enjoy every moment we get with him. But at the same time, him constantly going back and fighting these guys, you know, it's, it's not doing it for me at the moment. Uh, the tough part with an I quit match is it's very rare that the face loses because obviously mm. good guys never give up. John mm. Cena. Um, <laughs> so it's just going to be another judgment day loss <laughs> when it matters. So that, that kind of kills their momentum. Um, they need to get some other dubs. Like, I, I do have to Dom say to keep winning because as, as much as I love Dom's the strap match, I don't <laughs> I'm not super sold on how the Drew and Cross feud is being built right now. I, I think mainly it's just because as soon as the, the black and white starts, uh, I don't think uh, that kind of takes me out of it. I never liked the red lighting for Bray. I never liked the uh, um, the the train sounds. Obviously, when Braun hmm. Strowman, I don't like these like extra diegetic black things and white coming and stuff in. Up. Yeah, I don't mind that. I see not liking it. I don't mind it. it I mean, it's not like the it. end of the world. I also I like just it. give think, me a little supernatural. Give me a little goofy. Give me a little weird. You know, I'm fine with that. Yeah, a little goofy, but you know, again, it's not make or break. It's just yeah, I don't yeah, know. No. I think no, no, the, I sure. think the build-up's yeah, yeah. been a little lackluster for me so far. Maybe when they get in the ring, it'll be a whole different thing. Because that's the thing we haven't seen Cross wrestle very much yet. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying like it's so. it's the hottest feud ever. 
going into a strap match, but at least I know why. You know, like no, at least it makes I understand. Sense. It does. You know, everything makes sense at least from that perspective. Yeah, the black and white stuff we could, you know, isn't necessarily necessary. And I think Drew, you know, puts down all of like the magic stuff and like, you know, simplifies it all and tries to like level it out, which is good. But um, yeah, I, I think also they could use Scarlet a bit more. Uh, yes, than just kind of. Hopefully, this is just like they're just like. But they're, you know, I get it. She did, whistle she did a little beat bit. him up on SmackDown. She beat up, uh, sure. what's his face? Drew. She did a fireball in Drew's sure head. It went on her hair them. and singed the only hairs he had left. Didn't get all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, so, it was on his head. The fireball in the picture was on his head. At Extreme Rules. In the, re- in the replay. It's an Extreme Rules match. Fight pit. Strap match. Ladder match. I quit match. So every match on the card. That's a lot. Is That's extreme heavy. rules. I'm down. I'm sure hey, one it more match makes will be sense. added. <laughs> almost. It's almost like your pay per view. Sorry, your premium live event is called Extreme Rules. <laughs> so maybe more than one match should be extreme. It's an extreme one on one 10 minute limit match. No out of bounds. This match is going to be extremely. So yeah, no, out of, no out of the ring. Ordinary. Out of the ring. Extremely Stops. ordinary rules. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna wrestle in regular clothes. <laughs> what are you, Happy Corbin? <laughs> um, I hate when wrestlers fight in their regular clothes, like almost I, fights in jeans and shit. Yeah, I think we're nitpicking the pishes. I think honestly, like yeah, you yeah, said, yeah. Brad, it's been a good week uh, overall for wrestling. Uh, obviously, yeah. got to give a shout out to the acclaimed, our new tag yes. team champions. About time. And if we get back in the AEW, I wanted to shout out, I mean, Jordan's here, I start to forget about it, but I mean, Orange Cassidy versus Pac, I really liked that match. It was a great match, good psychology in it. You have like this super stern guy who wants to take everything so serious in Pac and Orange Cassidy who doesn't want to take anything serious and it pisses Pac off so much. So even though he's better than him and clearly he's jacked and everything, he makes little mistakes because Orange Cassidy pisses him off and leaves him openings. And Cassidy's one of those guys that you just can't keep down, you know, and, and obviously Pac cheats to get the victory in like a super sneaky way um i don't know it was good all around i, I love that match i thought it was i thought it was really really good yeah, that's called uh in ring psychology yeah on the just, story yeah tell me that's a good story and then you put on a bust ass match it doesn't get any better than that let's go yep uh oh okay Time? We, we got time for a little trivia yeah little bang triv. one, up. one two three four five questions five questions five questions Let's go. Let's go. Five Let's time. go. Five questions of doom. All right. This doesn't have an explanation, but we're going to try here and uh, and figure this one out. Right. Oh, yeah. You'll, you might know this, actually. Who took Roman Reigns' place at TLC 2017? Kurt Angle. That is correct. Oh. It was Kurt. Remember when he was another smiling bangle, wearing angle. that bangle, so bangle? Bad. <laughs> bangle, bangle. Uh, with him <laughs> just smiling like. <laughs> just like in the background ball <laughs> all right let's see here uh-oh there's a roman numeral uh-oh <laughs> who won the ecw championship at wrestlemania 24 bobby lashley no it's a big lad though uh viscera no cm punk no. ECW Championship at WrestleMania XXIV. XXIV. That's 24. That's, that okay. checks out. Christian? <laughs> no. Uh, is it the big show? Ooh. No. No? no? Okay. Wow. Um, I thought he had it. <laughs> I, oh, Ezekiel Jackson? <laughs> I think he had it. ECW championship match. I think. Well, it's ECW. <laughs> this is WrestleMania. He, he was big. He was big. Big. Was, you guys keep saying big. You said big. Do we keep guessing or? Uh, yeah. You just want the answer. You guys give up? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I quit. Going. Uh, Two guesses each. The clue is big. Big. Oh, uh, the great Kali. Oh. Big. Vince McMahon? No. Big. One guess each. Who the hell is big from ECW? 
No, he's not from ECW, but he wrestled he, for the ECW Championship at WrestleMania 24. Doesn't mean he's from ECW. Well, it could be. Uh, I don't know. This, uh, who's big? <laughs> Kane. Hey, big. Yes! Hey, big. He Kane? got it! It's oh, it's Kane? Kane? Oh, thank <laughs> God. Machine. I just wanted that one to end. I, I know. Idiots. Kane, Kane. won the e- ECW title? Uh, okay, you guys are going to know this one. First answer. Which WWE superstar shocked the universe and returned to win at Royal Rumble 2008? Edge. Oh. Damn it. Oh, no, uh, John Cena. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Edge. I think you're going to say 2018. Edge. Bam, bam, Bigelow. <laughs> oh, that's good. So that's a good one. All right, so the next one. Here we go. Two for Wax. Two questions left. Waxman is up two to one. Who won the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal at the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania? Santina. That is correct. Uh, it is Santina. Uh. <laughs> All right. So, last question for three points. Who is the only tag team in sports entertainment history to hold the WWE, WCW, and ECW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, uh, ECW had tag <laughs> team championships? Of course. Uh, WWE, WCW, and ECW. Edge and Christian? World? No. Oh, that's Ugh. a good guess. Is it uh, the, the Latino World Order? No. It's a legit tag team that we that exists. Oh yeah, of course. Not just two you guys them? throwing. You know them? Oh, it's a tag team. Tag team name. Tag team. Oh. Oh, you go, Jason. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Uh, I could be wrong. I, I'm just taking a guess. The Dudley Boys. That was my that guess. That is correct. <laughs> Waxman I shouldn't have, have been a gentleman. Said, I shouldn't have been Jason polite. steals it at the buzzer with a pass from Waxman. From Dudleyville. And the Dudleys. That was not in my head victory. at all. It just creeped in. It, I don't it popped in my head. Yeah. Oh, good and then one, you Jason. sent it over to him. <laughs> I let you win. <laughs> there it is. It is over, Jason. You are the champion this week. So that means you get to say goodbye to the job reverse. Goodbye from Dudleyville, yours truly, with Wax Mamba and Ginger Mamba. Have a good night. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Remember to like and subscribe.